Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. What's up, guys? Welcome, welcome to our show. Today we discuss about podcasting and media marketing, how you can get results, sales, traffic, creating brand awareness, and anything else. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Bruce Chemov. How are you? All right, Anatoly. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Today, Monday. I love this day, you know, on school. <laughs> I I hate it, you know, as my son does. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I, I love it. I love it because of my loving job. Many things I can do on Monday. You know, I can communicate with clients. So it's like positive mindset. If you love what you do, any day is great. Before we start, Bruce, tell That's more true. about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about podcasting and media marketing. It goes back about, I would say, 18 years or so. But I wanted to get into radio. I thought I had a radio really good radio voice mm -hmm. and i just thought at that point it might have been too late to get into radio but when podcasting came out it was an open door for anybody who missed that opportunity it was like being reborn again with that radio opportunity and now it's so much easier because you as a podcaster are not just a host but you are the producer you're the programmer you're everything and when it became popular in 2005, people just started getting into it. I wanted to do it when I was in college, way back when, and there was just no room for any new DJs on the radio. So that was an opportunity. I joined other types of organizations in college. But then when I heard about podcasting, it really, like I said before, was just an amazing opportunity to try that radio thing again. And here we are almost 17 years later. Nice, nice. Uh, by the way, you know, I think any radio station will fire me in the first day for my radio voice <laughs> because of my pronunciation, the way of speaking. But I found on podcast, you know, if you can share volume, if you can help others, that means you can get engagement results. And yeah, it's better to be yourself. I, I can spend all my time, you know, to fix my voice, but I can't because of my nature. Okay, uh, Bruce, I have the question. You mentioned about your radio voice. Can you tell it's natural or you uh, created this voice? You spend time, you know, to work out or you just got from your mom? I just work from my home office. Mm -hmm. I have a studio built a recording studio because I'm also a musician and a songwriter. And at the same mm -hmm. time, I use it for podcasting with this. I don't sing with this microphone, but I definitely do the podcasting with it. So it's kind of a, it was just a really good opportunity to build a studio for both. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Let's talk about uh, podcasts. Tell about uh, how to find ideas for podcasts. What kind of methods do you use? To find ideas for your podcast and uh, because you know i found that many content creators struggle you know to find ideas to share something new because you can't replicate others uh, people probably don't listen to such episodes they want to get something new any insights about finding ideas well i talk about this on my own podcast which is called become a successful podcaster and i just feel that ideas are plentiful there are millions of ideas out there. It just 
depends on how open your mind is, right? If you keep opening your mind, you're going to find ideas will come to you no matter what. And I feel it's like writing. When people get writer's block, they don't know what to write. They don't have an idea. But if you just keep writing, eventually the ideas will come to you. So I say this to all podcasters. Even if you had an episode in the past that was a success, it, it gets more streams because it has hit home with a lot of people. For me, it's an episode called How to Become a Podcast Influencer. You can you can basically build off of that episode and you can probably come up with five new ideas within that, right? So find the ideas. Find the episode topics that you've had in the past and then try to come up with more uh, similar topics that you can build off of. And you'll have no problem having ideas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. By the way, I love this format. I, I know that many books uh, experts tell you need to share value. So it's better, less, but quality. I disagree with that. Uh, let me explain why. Because, you know, how I can create... Um, uh, high quality content without experience now uh, it's like uh, practice uh, training anything else for example great sportsmen usually spend um, i don't know they train every single day you know without any excuses great offers book offers yes. usually write every single day you know plus thousand words but if you're talking about uh, sharing only valuable content without having experience, I'm not sure it's possible to achieve high results. For me, yeah, it's very important. You mentioned about uh, consistency. Can you tell uh, how, you, how you understand this word consistency? Because, you know, for example, I usually see two content creators. First uh, content creator is Brian Dean, who usually posts less but uh, super high quality content. The second, uh, Gary Vee, who usually uh, shares uh, a lot you know he can create a lot of pieces of content divide them to create more pieces of content but and you know he doesn't care a lot about uh, quality and usually uh, tell that uh, quality is subjective uh, for someone it's quality for others it's not quality but if you have quantity you can improve quality as well tell about your methods how to improve quality uh, and how yeah to go ahead on this direction uh, my methods about how to improve quality is that the question yeah. yeah quality as far as what sound or the content itself uh for the whole content yeah for the what i'm sorry uh for the entire content i mean like uh for the entire piece of content i mean it, it's not only about sound or uh, text or anything just uh, for the whole content I think quality content comes from whatever your audience is looking for. Remember that when you're podcasting, it's mostly about how the audience perceives you and how entertained and educated they are. So if your audience resonates with the content, it's 100% quality. If they're not connecting with you as a podcaster, then it's the opposite. It's not quality, pod, uh, quality content. And that comes with talking to your audience members, having a blog and putting your episodes on the blog and having them comment about whether or not they like the content. If they like that content, you can keep on coming up with, in your, to your previous question, new ideas and ideas that resonate with the audience members. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, you know, I found that you uh, have podcast in New York City. Can you tell more about your podcast? What kind of benefits you have compared to others? Because we have, uh, I don't remember exactly the number millions podcast so uh why give me a strong reason you know to subscribe to your podcast give a strong reason to for my audience to subscribe what kind of value and the difference between you and the rest okay well my podcast is specifically about becoming successful as a podcaster if you're looking for a food podcaster <laughs> that won't be me um if you're looking to get into podcasting start it you've thought about starting it or to your other question, what kind of ideas and content can you come up with? That's my podcast. There are other podcasts out there like me that are doing exactly that. They're showing people how to become successful podcasters. But mine, I feel that I like to talk to the audience. And why you should subscribe, subscribe to me is because I noticed that a lot of podcasters talk to their co-hosts. And they'll talk to their guests. And when they talk to the guests, and they don't really talk to the audience, and they sort of alienate the audience. I do have an episode called Take Your Audience Along on the Date. And the date meaning your show. Right? So Mm -hmm. when we were in high school or college, and we went out by ourselves with another couple, they called us the third wheel. And that's sometimes what these podcasters do. They make their audience members feel like the third wheel. I don't do that. I like to make my audience members feel like they're part of the show. And that's what you do. You, like you and I are talking right now, right? We can even talk to our audience members. And to me, that makes a quality podcast. Nice. Yeah. You know, you remind me, Jack London. You know, when I read his books, I can feel that I'm part of the journey, you know, of this adventure. You know, I can feel that I'm on the ship or uh, in Alaska or any other places because, yeah, he can, uh, you know, he can create the feeling, you know, of uh, taking part on uh, this journey. So I love yeah. Jack London. He, 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 wrote, he wrote his books like 100 years ago, but right now, whew, yeah. So great. Yeah, that's good. Can you tell more about creating this feeling, you know, that I'm part of this podcast? Uh, what kind of methods, tricks, secrets do you use you know, to engage your audience with that? That's a good question. There are no secrets, first of all. I can give you tips, but no secrets. It's okay. really simple. When you're talking to, let's say you have a guest on your show or you have a co-host, you want to use the word you a lot when you're talking to the audience. We're, we're programmed to not say the word you because it's not polite, but when you have somebody who's actually watching you, you want them to be involved. The only way to do that is to say you to the audience, right? Um, what do, and, and ask them what they think. It's not just what your guest thinks and what your host thinks, it's what you think. It's also, what does your audience members think, right? You, when you're in the middle of podcasting, and somebody's listening to you or they're watching you on YouTube or even a live cast like now, you want your audience to feel, again, like they're part of the show. And what you would do is ask them questions, right? If you're on YouTube and you have that live stream going with the live chat, tell people in the chat, what do you think of this? And then let them answer the question, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Or ask them an open-ended question. How do you feel 
about podcasting, talking to the audience. Tell us what you think. Tell us how you feel. And that makes the audience participate and it makes them feel good, right? I mean, if it's just you and me talking and it feels like we're shutting other people out. So that's what I always tell everybody. Nice. Uh, let's talk about another aspect that I see uh, when content creators ignore it. You know, they usually try to copy others. For example, you know, uh, if I copy Joe Rogan or Gary Vee or anybody else, I can't. I can't replicate these great uh, content creators, uh, specialists, experts. Uh, and uh, if you're talking about SEO, digital marketing, I can copy others as well. For example, I see when um, content creators try to be funny when they have no experience with that or uh, it's not their attitude. Once I read interesting book, an interesting book uh, about a girl and um, she didn't have any friends. She was so in, uh, you know, like she ha had an internal voice. Um, she didn't want to s communicate with others. Uh, and once she decided to uh, to create a blog to share about herself, a million people started to follow her because uh, many others are the same. They're yep. funny. They have. Uh, they uh, are introverts as well. So, uh, and um, I found when content creators copy best practices, when they try to uh, replicate Mr. Beast or anybody else, but it's better to be yourself because people know Mr. Beast. People know other people. They wanna find something new and it's hard to be someone else when you can be yourself you know because yeah. it's not hard to be yourself it's very simple because it's you can you tell more about being yourself how to find this internal voice and to be yourself without limiting yourself with some standards possibilities best practices and anything else <laughs> i agree with you i mean there's, there's really no way to answer that question straight. I mean, yes, be yourself. You have your own personality, your own views, your own opinions. You are, I mean, nobody is the same as anybody else. And it's amazing how they say we're like our parents. We're not like our parents. Maybe physically we're like our parents. We have some physical traits, but we are our own person. It's, I believe it's impossible to be like anybody else, even if you wanted to, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I think that it's, it's just natural to be yourself, right? Where, because no matter who you're like, if you're trying to be like somebody else, there's always going to be something about that person that you don't like, that you don't agree with, that you just don't resonate with. You might resonate with that person 90%, but it's that 10% that slows you down from actually trying to be like that person. So don't. Be yourself. Talk your own voice. Don't mm -hmm. be anybody else. Is that so, I don't know what else how is the question, but it's... I mean, I, I feel that, see, this is what I do. Mm -hmm. I like some of the content of some of the people I see out there. And one of the, the things I do is when I see a podcaster I like, or even just a YouTube video creator, like a personality, I, I like the title. I look at the title of their video or their podcast episode, and I can copy that title. There's nothing wrong with copying somebody else's title. And that's a good thing because I know that, you are 
an, an SEO expert. You're a search engine optimization expert, right? I could have a search. I can have an SEO channel of my own on YouTube, and I won't. <laughs> but mm -hmm. if I like your titles, Anatoly, I can actually take one of your titles and make it one of my titles. But that's where it stops, right? Your content is going to be totally different than the other person. So I've watched a lot of your videos, and I respect you as an SEO person, right? So you have, I think you have a, a title. You have a lot of videos out there on search engine optimization, and they're really good. You know what you're doing. So when you have, I believe one of your episodes is called SEO on Facebook or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if I want to use Facebook to boost my website in, on Google, right, I might like your title and I might listen to your episode, but I won't copy your content. I'm just going to yeah. have another episode of my own. This is SEO on Facebook, right? And I'll have my own audio, but, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? As long as I'm not copying you line for line. And I might even quote you, right? I might actually refer to you and say, I listened to Anatoly's video. This is what he said. And obviously that's going to make you feel good about me as well. It's, it's great to actually quote other people, but never, ever, and I say this to a lot of people, don't ever copy them. Don't ever have the same opinions, and you won't anyway. That's just the way it is with people. And I believe that um, good things are going to come when you're an original, right? You don't mm -hmm. want to be like anybody else. But if you are number one on Google for SEO with Facebook, and I like what you're doing, or somebody's doing something on Quora, right? Quora has very good search in the rankings, and I've seen that a lot. And I have a podcast episode on that. So what happens is you – I can actually copy your title and you and I might both show up at the top of Google. And then it's just a matter of who do they click? So yeah, you can't be like anybody else and just won't happen. That's just people, people are just impossible copying anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. It's impossible to copy an original version, but you can be a bad version of Mr. Beast, bad version of PewDiePie, bad version mm -hmm. of, Charlie D'Amelia or anyone, anyone else, yep. uh, Rogan. Yeah, bad version you can, but you can be the best version of yourself because nobody can copy you. Nobody can uh, create the same content as you can to be yourself. Yeah, that is I true. That. I agree. Yeah, yeah, Bru yeah, Bruce. I have the question about. Uh, call to action for example you know um if we are talking about joe rogan he can sell his stuff to spotify to get 100 million dollars you know uh, because of his awesome podcast he deserves the audience he deserves uh, guests who can come to his podcast like elon musk many others uh, but most content creators can't you know for me it's hard to invite elon musk bill gates any others I uh, probably I don't need it because uh, my direction is marketing. So uh, that's why I invited Neil Patel, Rand Fishkin, many other great experts. So that's good as well. But yeah. no, um, uh, I'm interested about uh, inviting the right people who can speak on your podcast, who can bring additional value. Can you share some tips, recommendations, how to find them? how to relate with your audience uh, and any information about personalization, about warming connections before sending requests, anything about that. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, first of all, congratulations on getting Neil Patel 
Yeah. And, and Neil Neil Patel is he's huge, and I admire what he does. I mean, you no, know, I know he's not he's not Elon Musk, but he's he's Neil Patel, and he's still yeah. good at what he does. So I respect what he does, and I respect you for actually being able to get him right. Yeah. I let, let me share one secret. You know, yeah, uh, Neil fine. Patel. Neil Patel knows more than Elon Musk. Elon Musk about marketing. <laughs> I agree with that. Neil Patel is he's huge, and um, he was very humble when he came on the episode. But I, I yeah. did I did watch that, and obviously that's your YouTube introduction. I saw that too, which is amazing. Uh, but I feel that if you can get somebody as big as Neil Patel, you can get mm -hmm. anybody. You can get Elon Musk, right? I don't I don't think that you you cannot. It's just a matter of reaching him through the right channels and getting through the front door, right? Somebody that big probably has five channels to get through, but you can do it, right? I feel that a lot of people, what they do is they think that there's a brick wall because there's somebody who is that brick wall and they won't budge. And you say, I need to speak to this person or I'd like to have this person on my interview, uh, on my show. And can you please let me talk to them? And they'll say, no. Okay, fine. But there are other ways of getting through, right? There's social media. There's You can even quote that person in the blog post and hope that through your wonderful SEO, your blog post has that person as a keyword and that person Googles themselves one day or has someone that doesn't say, hey, this guy has you on his show. Maybe you should go and talk to him and maybe you know you never know there's a lot of ways to get through so i you want elon musk go get him <laughs> but <laughs> but to answer your question about the quality guests first of all you can go to a guest exchange there are tons of guest exchanges out there the new york city podcast network that soon is going to be the world podcast network has a guest exchange and that's one of the great ways a guest exchange is simple, simply that it's an exchange of people and podcasters. If you want to get, uh, you're a podcaster and you want to get a, somebody on your show, you can come to a guest exchange like the one on our podcast network and you can search by category. So if you are a food podcast, I do have some chefs on the guest exchange, right? If you are in a business podcast, we have entrepreneurs. If you're a medical health podcast, we have doctors. We have about 200 people on our guest exchange. You can do it that way, and that's usually an easier way to do it, and then you could actually find them through their social media. But other ways are just that. If you like somebody as a guest, contact them on social media. LinkedIn is probably the biggest way to contact somebody in the business world, right? But if somebody is an entertainer, you go to Instagram, maybe, right? And you can go anywhere you want, but I also suggest trying all the social networks and yes it's a lot of work social media marketing contacting people on social media is very time consuming it's a lot of work but the payoffs are incredibly are just incredible right um it doesn't matter who that person is that's a person's a nobody and that person's somebody big like elon musk or neil patel who cares go talk to them yeah, all right yeah. don't tell yourself don't tell yourself they're too big to speak to Right. I've spoken to somebody from the NFL. Um, I've spoken to uh, Chuck Wright from the from the NFL. Um, I'm sorry. I talked to Tim Wright from the New York, New England Patriots. He was an NFL Hall of Famer. He played in the Super Bowl in the United States. Um, I've had Adam Adams, who's one of the biggest podcasters 
for podcasting space. Nice. Go and talk to people. Don't worry about that brick wall. Find a way and there's there's no there's nothing that's stopping you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you want if you want to talk to Donald Trump, go find Donald Trump. Find a way to talk to him and get him on your show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more with that. At least you can yeah. try. And uh what you can lose if you fail. Nothing. You know, if Elon Musk doesn't come to my show, okay, I can find someone else. There's somebody close to him. Expert. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Agree. Okay, uh, Bruce, uh, I have the question about call to action. Most businesses, you know, for example, um, Joe Rogan, he can get $100 million just to have podcast on Spotify. That's mm -hmm. it. No. Uh, many uh, great podcasts uh, usually sell paid ads. That's okay. You know, they uh, submit call to action, uh, sponsorship, anything else. But, you know, I have a lot of businesses uh, mm -hmm. that want to sell own products. They're not interested with sponsorship. They're not interested. Okay, if someone will give them $100 million like Joe Rogan has, that's okay. You know, but uh, in reality, they want to sell own products. Can you tell how to submit call to action? Because most podcasts are educa educational or entertainment. But when you sell physical products, even a subscription model, anything, how to give incentive for your audience to buy it, to take it? Okay. Well, I mean, Joe Rogan has a big entertainment background. I think it was easier for his podcast to get the attention of Spotify because yeah. he was the host of a, a TV show called Fear Factor back in the early 2000s, and he was a big stand-up comic. And then he became a podcaster. And I think Joe Rogan is he's, – he's friends with a lot of people in the industry. So it was, it was easy for him to get a lot of those bigger guests. But uh, hold on. I got a fire engine outside. <laughs> hold on one second. <laughs> This Must guy. be a fire somewhere. Hopefully not in this house. Uh, um, I can hear, by the way. <laughs> That's okay. You heard you heard the sirens? No, no, oh. I don't hear them. I couldn't hear. Um, I I think that uh, if you want to make money on your podcast, I mean, I, and I just want to say to people out there when they're podcasting, don't worry about money yet, right? Unless you have at least 500 people in your audience. And I get a lot of people coming to me on my podcast and on my podcast network asking how can i make money with my show i said you know how big is your audience i don't really know well that's the first thing you need to know All right, i just want to say this to everybody you can't make money with podcasting until you have an audience and a lot of people that now that seems kind of common sense but a lot of people don't seem to really get that if you have 20 people in your podcast you're not going to make money no matter what you do that's how i look at it So once you reach that plateau and you have 500 people at least, there are lots of ways to make money with your podcast. And I have an episode on that in my show. You can have, you can sell products as you were talking about, Anatoly, through affiliate marketing, right? So affiliate marketing is very easy to get into. You sign up with either Commission Junction, that's the website, or uh, Share a Sale, Um, or uh, Rakuten, which used to be called Linkshare. And you will find banners that you can put on your podcast, right? These banners are they're links that go to those websites, and they track you as an affiliate and all the sales that you brought to the affiliate. Now, 
because if you're an audio podcast, you obviously cannot put a hyperlink inside of audio, right? And you can't put a visual banner. So what you would do is you would have a host ad. You would have like a, a sponsor about, uh, you would basically create yourself a, your spoken word ad about that affiliate program and say, I am sponsoring, or today's sponsor is Macy's or Amazon, right? Or Facebook or whoever you want to sell, right? Maybe you want to sell Amazon products. So you say on the podcast, today's sponsor is Amazon. And then if you, uh, and you, if you want to buy their products, there's a link in my show notes, right? Because every podcaster has a chance to put up show notes and they can include hyperlinks. So that's the way you would do it. That's one of the ways. The other way too is a lot of podcasts have, or podcasters have Patreon, right? Mm -hmm. So if you really like the content of your podcaster, you can give them donations in, on Patreon. So Patreon is that way that musicians and content creators can make money. It's like a tip jar. It's like a virtual tip jar. And I don't use Patreon, but I know a lot of podcasters that do. So it's a good thing. Yeah, nice. Valuable, valuable. Okay, Bruce, uh, let's talk about mistakes. You know, for me, it's hard to count how many mistakes I made in my life a lot. You know, but I Sorry. still, I still uh, learn from my mistakes. You know, I yeah. can do it every single day. You know, new mistakes. <laughs> but you know, uh, I found that mistakes can help you to find the right direction. I remember once um, I listened to an interview with Shaquille O'Neal, and he shared interesting uh, thing about mistakes. Um, he told if he started something new. He always makes mistakes, you know, because uh, and he doesn't call them mistakes. He calls them education. You now <laughs> you can't get this education without doing these mistakes. Uh, and uh, uh, I think, you know, uh, I remember another another quote from Elon Musk. He shared, if you don't make mistakes, that means you are not innovative enough. So you just copy others uh, and uh, you can't uh, create something new. Tell about common mistakes that podcasters still do and how to find a much better way. Of course, they will make mistakes, but uh, which mistakes they can avoid today? Okay, great. And I made all of them. So I also learned. And yes, you're absolutely right. Mistakes are education. First of all, make sure that the content that you're coming out with is all educational or entertaining to your audience and get the audience involved. Like I said, the first mistake that I see a lot of podcasters make is, as I mentioned before, they talk strictly to the other host and the guest that comes on. And that can alienate the audience and cause them to not want to come back because they're just kind of watching on the sidelines as two people are having fun. So that is definitely a way to correct the mistake is by getting them involved and that's all too often the next mistake i see is like i said before people concentrate too much on making money instead of making quality content and that is always a mistake because if you don't come out with quality content and you're so worried about the quantity of the number of episodes you're putting out you won't make money because you won't yeah. keep your audience members so stop worrying about money 
worry about quality content that's going to resonate with each and every person that are as many people as possible that come to your show. And another, another error or mistake I see people make is they don't name, and you're going to love this one, Anatoly, because you're an SEO guy. <laughs> they do not name their episode titles to get search engine rankings. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so first of all, most podcasters and me included make the mistake of putting the season number and the episode number in the beginning of the title. And that is wasted characters with Google. And actually, when your when your episode goes out on Apple Podcasts, Apple only shows like the first twenty five characters. So if you're going to sit there and say episode five or season ten, right, you're wasting a lot of characters. So one person who I just interviewed on my show is Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. He said, put the season and the episode number at the end of your episodes. And that was a mistake that I was making all that way. So I'm learning from that too. Um, and I actually correct that now. So that's one thing. And you just want your episode titles to have search engine rankings. You want them to be optimized for Google. You want to come up on the first page of Google. I mean, that's important. That's just SEO 101 for anybody that owns a website, a blog, or a podcast, or anything like that. And I can go on probably like 10 more mistakes, but those are the top three that I see people make. Nice. Uh, by the way, you unhided something for me. I need to fix it as well because I usually <laughs> use numbers. Yeah, in the beginning. Uh, by the I way, the same uh, thing, man. I did the same thing. I know. Yeah, I, I never use it for uh, no for blog content, for any yeah. other type of content, for YouTube videos. But I do it for podcasts. And uh, by the way, I think that I took this approach from other podcasters <laughs> and I, I i know that it's not good to have these numbers because you need to be straightforward about the topic yeah i'll yeah. fix it i'll fix it so yeah thank you thank you yeah it's a big pleasure you know, to get a new mistake oh this is education okay. for you already <laughs> yeah okay. yeah okay uh, bruce i have the question uh for example let's imagine you have no radio voice you started completely from scratch Without any experience, skills, what will you do today to learn more about podcasting? Just get into it. Don't even think. You know, I have, I just put a YouTube short out there, right? The YouTube short, which for most people that don't know, those are 60-second videos on YouTube. And we're going into 2023. And I know a lot of podcasters are getting into it now. It's just simple. Pick up your phone. I mean, I'm on the phone right now because my my computer, my, my laptop microphone wasn't working, as you know. So you pick up your phone, pretend my, my hand is a phone, and you download the Anchor app. That's anchor.fm. That's owned by Spotify. So you know it's a good mm -hmm. company. And they have a microphone, a built-in podcast microphone right into the mobile app. Okay? And that's it. You start podcasting, and you have an episode when you're done. Maybe you want to edit it. Maybe you don't want to edit it, but if you want to do the bare minimum, that's all you have to do. And I tell people, stop worrying about your voice, okay? I don't like my voice. I hate my voice, okay? But it never stopped me, all right? Yeah. Um, there might be some physical characteristic on my, on my face that I don't want people to see me. But you know what? You can't worry about it, right? I, I tell people that don't like their voice, don't 
let other people. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we got we dropped out there. So I yeah, tell yeah. people just mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, I I agree. You know, Bruce, I I think it's the same. Like for example, if I read a hundred books, how to play soccer, I will never beat Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo or Mbappe or anybody <laughs> else on the soccer field uh, because these guys prefer to train you know to train hard to hit the ball thousand times a day than to read books or learn how to play soccer you know uh, i think it's the same with podcasting mm-hmm. if you want to be successful in this field you need to record you need to record to start doing because <laughs> practice only shows what actually will work for you I agree with that a hundred percent. So it's better to do something uh, and practice makes miracles. We know about that. Uh, Bruce, I have the question. I think we have a future. Okay, I can hear you now. Uh, Bruce, I have the question about uh, the future. Can you forecast the future of podcasting? What kind of future will be? Uh, Any insights about that? Oh, I have some. Wait, I'm having a problem. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep keep talking. I'm trying to, going to try turning my Wi Fi off and see if I can. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bruce, uh, just the final question. The final question. uh, uh, By the way, guys, you can see that uh, even right now we have connection problem, but it doesn't stop us to record this podcast. For example, I remember, uh, you know, when I listen to audio podcasts with. Gary V, you know, uh, it's interesting that he usually uh, submits some uh, episodes from his conferences with not good voice, with not good recording, but uh, people care about value. So value is more important than uh, nice looking uh, voice, uh, as you mentioned before. I agree with that. And yep. the final question, the future predict this future. What kind of future will be? Because many things are coming metaverse uh, augmented reality i don't know name them what kind of future will be podcast will be dead one day well okay i mean i'll, I'll predict the future <laughs> I, okay. I know uh I, I can't accurately i mean nobody can accurately predict it but uh i i feel that podcasting is going to be more popular than it is now they're going to be more podcasters out there Right now, there are 4.3 million, according to Rob Greenlee of Lipson. Um, I think he left Lipson, but uh, when we were uh, we were doing our, our Podno 2021, a year and a half ago, he came on and told us that there were 4.3 million podcasts. I believe that because of how easy podcasting is to get into, I believe that there's going to be about 10 million podcasts, and my guess by the year 2025, I'm going to say, probably in the next two years. They're going to be millions more because people are getting into podcasting. They're working at home with the pandemic. They can't go. They can't go to to the office. And COVID nineteen is getting worse, right? Monkeypox is out there. We have the flu. We have a lot of diseases. People are not going to the office like they used to, and with that, they find more opportunities to get into podcasting. So I think that my that's my prediction. Uh, maybe I exaggerated, maybe not 10 million. I mean, I would say probably there's probably about 5 million podcasts now 
I would say it's probably going to be about seven by 2025. That's my guess. Um, only time will tell, obviously. And uh, our podcast network, uh, you know, we, we if people who want to get into podcasting can come to our event on February 4th, 2023, which is Podno 2023. And that's on a Saturday. And that's from nine to five New York City time. So whatever your time zone is, you can come as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, I remember uh, the same number was about YouTube channels. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was like uh, 20 million. Uh, then it increased significantly because it's, it's not amazing. Hard. Yeah, yeah, it's not hard to create your YouTube channel. It's not hard to register on Facebook, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, uh, at any place. And it's not hard to start your podcast because this format is growing. Yep. It's popular. People love it. Uh, I love it because I can listen to audio podcasts when uh, I'm walking with my dogs, when I'm training, when I'm driving, exercising, uh, anything. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, uh, it's yeah. simple. And sometimes even um, even if uh, I'm on my bed, you know, uh, when eyes are tired, you can listen to audio podcasts. It's simple, yeah. you know. Yeah, love this format. Bruce, it's a big pleasure. Yes, Anthony, thank you. It's been a pleasure here as well. Yeah. Uh, tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Oh, well, I'm on social media, Instagram. Uh, I'm a songwriter, so I'm on Spotify. Look up Bruce Chamoff there. Uh, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> like your dog in the back. Uh, you can go to the nycpodcastnetwork.com. That's the New York City Podcast Network, the biggest podcast network in the world. Um, and you can always just reach out to me there as well. And I'm on LinkedIn. So. Nice, nice. Guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Welcome back anytime to share more valuable insights. I love it. I <laughs> Thank think, you, guys, Anatoly. you need... You need to follow Bruce because you can see a lot of value. Okay, guys. Love you. See you. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.